0: You're listening to Life on Mars. Hi guys, how are we today? How are you doing? What is going on? I hope you are enjoying this sunshine. So today we are talk. we're talking about it. It's happening. It is happening. We're talking about first love. Ah, actually, I'm so excited. This is just like, it's just one of my favourite topics to talk about in general, just like being in love, the excitement, but nothing, nothing is better than your first love. Like get the goosebumps ready ladies, because I'm and, and fellas, and fellas, because I am going to be bringing you back to your feeling of first love. And know if you're listening to this and your first love is still your main love, I'm jealous like yeah it's fun to you know float about get your bit get with a few people have a few different experiences like we're here for it we love it i bloody signed that dotted line but like wouldn't it be so nice on your wedding day to just be like yeah he he's the one he always has been the one there was no other one it's just me and him like oh so cute and that's that's what i thought ladies that's what i thought was gonna happen to me but here i am 24 single and i don't even know if i'm bothered to bloody mingle but sure look where do i begin now i know i know girls you don't know the amount of work that's gonna go into this i'm going to say this poor boy's name a thousand times i in my head his his name is just ringing through my head so anyway, I'm going to call the boy James because I can't say his name because everybody knows him. And also, sorry, who am I thinking that anybody who doesn't know me is even going to listen to this? So all of my friends are going to just be like, Martha, White, you just say his name? But I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. I I must get started because I'll, I'm just too excited. I'm getting nervous. I'm, I feel like I'm about to go on my first date or something. Like I'm so nervous to talk about this. You're getting the tea, girls. You are getting the tea. So... We're gonna rewind back to fifth year. So it was fifth year, and the first time I ever met. Oh for fuck's! Like I swear to God, if I say that boy's name one more bloody time, I've I've genuinely said it a hundred times. The editing is gonna take me a good year. Anyway, was at a party. On Halloween and he came dressed in a morph suit now for most people this wouldn't really do much for you it wouldn't be like a look you'd go for I went for it I was all in for it so like this our first ever photo is us on a couch and he's in this morph suit I'm dressed as a cat basic bitch and like you can see it in my eyes you can see the twinkle is she's active she is bloody active so anyway, basically I was in love from the first night, he definitely probably wasn't and apparently at one stage actually I went into the kitchen and I was like, oh, does anybody see this James boy? Oh, I fancy him. And um, Basically, a while later, it was St. Patrick's Day and he walked me home from a party and at the party we were both like petting a dog and our hand like kept touching and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. But at this point, I was actually talking to a boy that I met on holidays, he lived in Ireland, and god that story is ridiculous like I used to get taxis to bloody cabin Teeley and pay for it to sit on his wall he wouldn't even let me go into his house but anyway I was obsessed with him to be fair and he was doing his leaving cert and I was like okay when you're doing a your leaving cert like let's meet up because it would be my birthday and we were gonna go away for a night and both like lose our v cards and it was all like planned and it was very weird but like I was up for it so Anyway, during this time, he was obviously studying all the time and I was going to parties and this boy, James, like he just kept walking me home all the time, but like he'd never kissed me. And apparently one night he told me that he went in for a kiss and I just completely dodged it. But I, I would have bloody loved the shift. I would have shifted the face off him. So I definitely did that by accident. So he used to always walk me home and nothing would ever happen and I was obsessed with him and I used to always tell all my friends about him and I'd be like, here, I'm talking to this other guy who I who I don't even really like but I'm obsessed with James and I just don't think he's into me. Like, I'd always message him. Like, I was just like, I like him, I'm gonna go for it. Girls, this girl we know, she is not scared of rejection. We ain't scared. So I just put myself on the line. Um, but you see, I'm so out there and he was so shy, like so, so shy. So anyway, basically, And it was the 7th of June. I remember it so well because it was, it was my friend's birthday. And like, we've been talking about this party for ages. Like we were all going to be finished school. We're all like living for it. So anyway, basically we went to the party and I'm at the party and a girl comes into the toilet with me who like I'm friends with. We're there having the chats, having the laughs. And she's like, Martha, there's something I need to tell you. And I was like, oh, sweet Lord, above. And she was like, yeah, basically I was talking to James and he was like, I don't know why everybody's getting such a hype about me and Martha. Like, I never said that I like her. Like, I think she's kind of being let on. So I was like, okay, okay. Add it to the list of rejection we'll move on. We'll, we'll find somebody else. It's fine. I'm not heartbroken. I'm not gonna sit at home and cry. We're just gonna move on. Life is fine. But you know, deep down, I'm kind of upset about this, but we'll get over it. So anyway, basically, we're on our way home. We've got the nightling home. I'm sitting on the bus. I'd ignored him all night. Folly was like, oh, you ain't getting any of this girl's attention. And he comes and sits beside me on the bus. And my heart's like beating so fast. And I like, can't breathe. And I'm like, oh my God, it's him. He's sitting beside me. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So basically he's like here, why aren't you talking to me? And I was like, well, I heard tonight that you don't even fancy me. So I don't even know why I bothered my bloody arse the last few months, like letting you walk me home, even though it's so sign for him. By the way, he lived ages from my house. They'd so walk me home and then walk a 40 minute walk for him to get home. Like the loyalty of that is just too much to cope with. I just thought he was just a really nice guy. But um, so anyway, we're on the bus and I was like, well, someone tell me tonight, by the way, sir, this girl, such a bitch to do this but anyway I was like basically this girl told me this night so that you said this and he was like I never said that he was like I really really like you and I was like oh my god like I was literally my heart was beating extra fast and I couldn't breathe and I was getting sweaty palms I was like (laughs) even that thought I'm just getting so excited about it and anyway I was like okay well like obviously I can't like you too and he was like okay well let me walk you home I was like here we bloody go again walk me home leave me there without the shift so anyway he walked me home and we literally started outside my house casing for ages like it was so romantic and then a month later on the 7th of July he asked me out so it was like the 7th of the 7th I was like seven's my lucky number this is just it this is it so now James was just he was just the best boyfriend you could ever hope for he was just a dreamboat he actually was so nice like he was the kind of boyfriend that like I text him and I'd be like oh I have my period I'm in such a pisser I hate everyone I've studied to do I'm not arsed he'd show up at the house he'd arrive at my house ladies and gents gents I know no boys are probably listening to this but if you are listen up put your ear a little bit closer because I'll be telling you this much for free this is what girls need show up at my house Sorry, it's like there's a bloody airplane about to land on my house or something. He'd show up at my house and he would go into my kitchen, turn the kettle on, get a hot water bottle, make me a cup of tea and he'd show up with every treat you've ever seen in bloody Tesco. Why aren't all men like this? Why is that like a nor- not like a normal thing for boys to do? Like, why don't they do that on the reg? Like, anyway, he was just fantastic. He was so nice. He was so good to me and he was so in love with me. Like, And I was so in love with him like I just that feeling of like feeling so secure and safe and like just so madly in love like it was just pure we were mad about each other like I remember I'd wake up some mornings and like shit would be going on at home like my house could be going up in flames and I'd be like it doesn't matter because I have James that's all that matters like genuinely just does not matter because I have him and life is great that feeling is just like it's just the best feeling ever like it's just unbelievable. So we went out for like two years, and it was fantastic. Like he came to Maga with a group of friends that we were like mutual friends. I went with my girlos, and like it was iconic. It was absolutely iconic. We used to go away for like little trips in Ireland, and for my birthday, Christmas, he'd go all out. Even Valentine's Day, even though hey, Valentine's Day, he'd he'd go above and bloody beyond. So. We a few issues arose, so the kind of biggest issues in our relationship were the people we were friends with now I'm not here to throw shade I'm not a shade thrower, but I think in order for me to like explain this relationship and my first love and all that kind of stuff kind of half kind of, they kind of, they gotta kind of, they gotta kind of, they dealt their own cards let's just say they're being brought up they're being brought up. So we were friends with a group that like kind of brought us together and you know I was friends there for years and they were all crazy they were such good crack like I loved hanging out with them like they were all like wild getting with loads of boys like they all also virginities like 13 14 years old and like I was like there's none the none of the group like you know, I didn't lose my V-card until James, my first boyfriend. I'm going to have to do another podcast about losing your V-card because it's just losing your virginity. Like, it's just such a juicy topic. We must get into it. Um, But yeah, so they would always be like, oh my gosh, like, why haven't you had sex? Have sex with him. Have sex with him. And I think the reason I was going to have sex with that guy before James was because I was like wanting to get it over with. And I'm so glad I waited because ours was magical. Well, it wasn't really, but we'll save that for another day because I'll definitely be able to talk to that, about that for about a bloody hour. So anyway, like we hadn't, you know, hadn't done that yet. It was all very like we were waiting. We were waiting for the right time. We wanted it to be like, I think we went out for like five months, four or five months before we did it. So like, it was kind of like exciting for us and waiting for it. And they were always putting like a lot of pressure on me for it to happen. And it's weird because before I met him, I was willing to do it with a guy who I was kind of just friends, benefits just to get it over with. But with him, I was like, this is what people talk about, waiting for the first time to be with somebody that they care about. And now, sorry girls, don't get me wrong. I couldn't really give a shit to be honest like do you know what I mean if you want to lose it with whoever do it if you want it to be special wait if do you know what I mean I'm kind of like once you do it, it's done it kind of becomes irrelevant after that but like for me I was so madly in love that I was like I just wanted it to be perfect which I think we all put a lot of pressure on that but I was I'm just gonna say I was glad I waited like it wasn't magical but for me it was what I wanted there was a lot of pressure on me for that to happen and the whole time there was just always this pain going on that like he liked me more than I liked him and I never felt that way I was always mad about him he I'd get butterflies I'd be so excited when I'd see him I'd see him literally every bloody day his bloody starlet was outside oh god I can't believe I just named his car his car is more iconic than him everybody's gonna know anyway anyway I not forget about it but like his car was outside my house every single day like, we just were mad about each other. My friends loved him. My friends still love him. Yes, girls, if you're listening, if you are listening, they prefer him more than I, they liked him more than I did, I think. They were involved in the relationship. They all knew him well. Like, he always came to everything. He was so nice to them. Like, that's what I really love. Like, my friends really loved him. My, my family not. were not so much on board. Bloody pains in the arse. But my friends loved him. Like, they were They were really mad about him. We still have a hashtag, bring back something his name, bring back James. We're saying, but that's not it, that is not it, ladies. Um, but yeah, so like he just got on with everything, He's so nice. And like, we cut like, every time I we met up, we just couldn't keep our hands off each other. Like, we we're just like magnets, like the starlet, it's all a bit of action, ladies. We're putting that out there, we're putting that out there. So, one night, I'm at a party in for Halloween at my best friend's house, Izzy's. It was iconic, such a great party, and we're there having the time of our lives. and we left early to go to another party with our other group so we went to this party and I showed up and like obviously we're so excited I was dressed as Batwoman. I'd like a bat drawn on my face with paint like it was it was cool it was cool and um it oh my god I nearly just said his name James was dressed as a tiger as you do and we were living life there's so many photos from that night it was iconic then we go to this bloody second party so we arrive all the girls like all the girls I was friends with they bring James inside and they're like Martha we need to talk to you and I'm like oh god okay so one of them's waiting for me in the hall and she's like Martha I need to fucking talk to you and I'm like oh my god like let me just put my heels on I'm just getting ready for the party like can we just relax like we're here for a good time so anyway, she pulls me into the, hall- me into the hallway and basically it's just like, here, we don't think that you love him half as much as he loves you. We don't think that you're in this for the long haul. We think you're just using him, like all this kind of stuff and then kind of brought my family into it and were like my other friends into it saying that none of them cared about me that much and they did and like they were my only good friends and the only people who really cared about me, like it was very toxic. So anyway, that night I went home and I was bawling crying and I left thinking that like they had brought. James into another room and they'd been saying shit to him about it saying that I didn't like him so I just started walking home thinking oh my god like this is shit like he is gonna think I don't love him he's gonna think all the shit like we hadn't said I love you yet we hadn't had sex yet like it was still very new so anyway I'm walking home and walking up an iconic laneway in Greystones, and all of a sudden I just hear footsteps and it was James, oh my heart. And he literally followed me and I was bawling crying like love to state. So he came home and we were sitting in my back room. And he was like, give me a hug. And he was like, do you know what, Martha? Like, I think this is the realization that I needed. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, like, I tonight left all of my best friends in a house who were telling me negative stuff about you. And I left them and I ran here after you. And I think that just shows me that, you know, I'm in love with you. I'm gonna cry. Why am I doing this to myself? Like why am I doing this? So anyway, I was like, I love you too and oh, like it was just like the next two weeks were um or the next week even we were all for Halloween and like that was like when we planned to lose our V cards um because obviously like his parents were away or whatever, and it was just the plan, the time to do it. And I spent the whole week crying. I was cr- so upset about what the girls had said and what they'd done to me and the way they've made me feel. I was just crying all week. And like, I'm not a very emotional person. Okay, <laughs> maybe I am. But like, it really hurt me. And just the whole week, he spent the whole time there taking care of me, like making me food, make me feel better. And like, not once was he like, oh, you know, the way we were actually planning to do something this week like that never came up. Like, he was just such a bloody nice guy. Like, just the nicest guy ever but as they say all good things must come to an end and when I started in college I think that was kind of the downfall for us you know when I first met him he was in college he was working and throughout the two years he dropped out of college he lost his job and his life kind of was just centered around me whereas I was starting college as you know like going away on trips I was hanging out with the girls more I was trying to like kind of find myself and you know my mom wasn't very supportive of our relationship just because she thought it was like very intense which like it was like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like oh we weren't with each other all of the time he didn't come and collect me from the dart every day like he did and we were so yeah I definitely think It did become a bit negative, but there was one situation. He, we broke up for two weeks when I first started college. During these two weeks, um, you're actually not going to believe this. You are not going to believe this. But basically, the group that we were both friends with, that I thought were literally like my best friends, I think it was two nights after we broke up, I saw they were all going on a night out with him. And I was like, oh, kind of random or whatever. And also, at one stage, they took a picture of one of the girls areas um and put it up on his facebook for me to see it so they invited him on a night out just with the girlos and they didn't invite me they put up a photo on his facebook trying to make me really sad but the worst part the worst part is when we got back together he goes on to tell me that they brought him on a night out and set him up with somebody set him up with somebody like I understand we're all friends but like I was their good friend like we were all the gals like we were all like really really close he was kind of just joined the group because of we were friends with his guy friends they set him like what am I absolutely missing something here like what See, so, yeah they set him up something and they didn't even tell me he told me because he was such a nice guy that he felt that I should know and then one of them one of them was texting him asking him to go to KF Bloody C. KF Bloody C. Like, honestly, I can't go to KFC now because I get such bloody anxiety when I see it. I see her face. I don't see that old man's face on the box. I see her bloody face on the box. God, oh God, this gets me really angry now. And then I went back being friends with them again. Like, am I actually. On like bloody drugs, like what is wrong with me? Like am I well? Am I well in the bloody head? Clearly, bloody not. Anyway, and when I broke up with them, I was just like, I'm not happy, and that was the worst thing I could have said because then we got back together again. He was like, Are you happy? Are you happy now? Am I making you happy? And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm such a bitch. Why do I ever say that? Like girls, I'm a bitch. I'm an absolute bitch I'm a bitch I'm a boss I'm a bitch no I'm a bitch like I I actually am a bitch that like I shouldn't have said that I wasn't happy with him um but I think it was just like I also at the time these fucking negative girls again like I remember they told me at one stage I was depressed and he was making me depressed because I didn't like him like they were just so toxic t- most toxic people in the world but anyway we broke up for two weeks and in those two weeks he got stopped by the guards and had some you know um shall we say um illegal um substances in his car and he never would have touched illegal substances when we were together but he said that he was feeling a bit down or whatever so anyway he got caught and he went to one of my friends and was like hey like your dad's a guard can i talk to him and then my friend now to this day (laughs) to this day i will never get over the fact that she did this but she basically she put it in a whatsapp group that i wasn't in and I've forgiven her we're best friends again she's the love of my life but anyway so all these girls I wasn't even in the whatsapp group knew but they were all kind of like my good friends so anyway we're at a party a while later and one of the girls sits down she's like so when's James uh going to court It's like god what are you on about what shite are you spilling She's like no no no, Martha. like James is going to court. I was like sorry. So anyway I found out like that which was awful. And from then on things just became quite toxic or whatever. So it ended. But like I don't look back. I don't have any regrets about it. Like I definitely think it was like the best first love I could have had. He was so good to me. He made me feel amazing. He was so respectful and great. Like I remember one time I cried when he got a haircut. And it was Pancake Tuesday. (laughs) I was like. I was like you're not having any pancakes because you got a haircut I was so like I was crazy like I am kind of crazy in relationships I will admit that um but he just put up with my shit and he was just the nicest guy ever he was such good fun he was so good to me he was just so nice I do not have a bad word to say about him and as all of my friends always say hashtag bring back James Lalling, the Lolling that I, I don't think I've said his name. This ha- I'm so proud of myself, ladies. I'm so proud. But anyway, if you girls have any first love stories or if you can relate to any of the feelings, the excitement, just everything about it, it's just 10 out of bloody 10. And then the heartbreak. The heartbreak is the worst part. I'd say it took me a good year to get over it. And I'd text him sometimes, call him sometimes. We'd meet up sometimes. It was so toxic. I used to listen to Taylor Swift on bloody repeat. That just about sums it up. Wildest dreams. That used to be like in my wildest dreams it would all be perfect again and we'd be back together. Why am I such a gobshite? But anyway. Just on a side note. We're throwing shade. The shade is being thrown once again. But can you all just try not to meet your first loves at a funeral? Because a girl who I used to be friends with met her first love. Yes, everybody, listen up oh, because you're going to think you've misheard me. But one a girl who I used to be friends with, quite close with, call her, what will we call her? We'll call her Rowena. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. That is iconic. Yes, Rowena met her first love at my mum's funeral. So the afters of my mum's funeral, I look over and yes, one of my friends is shifting the face off a boy and now they're madly in love and it's her first love. So like fair play to them, happy for them. Well, I mean you know I've I've come to forgive her I feel like I sound like Lauren I'll forgive you and I'll forget you Lauren from the hills if anybody didn't get that reference where the heck have you been the last 20 years but anyway I feel like her like I, I've forgiven her I'm over it but I'll never I'll never forget it but yeah can you please just avoid meeting the love of your life at a funeral just a top tip just throwing that out there okay yeah thanks for listening but anyway anyway that is it. That was my first love. There you have it. No better feeling. Still, still get a pain in my stomach when I think about that feeling. But yes, comment below. Not below, Martha. We spoke about this. Go onto my Instagram, Martha OB. DM me, comment on the post to let me know what you think because I want your opinions and verdicts on this. But thank you so much for listening, ladies. And I shall talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And I'll see you soon. Love ya, Mars!